Hello, and welcome to Belmont Bunch. Today, I'm joined by Tom Carroza, who's above me, if you're watching the video version of this, um, and he's just here if you're watching, if you're listening to the audio version. Um, Tom, how are you? Um, I mean, by my choice of attire, you can tell I've moved on to the next sports mm-hmm, mm-hmm. season. I'm still but... stuck. I'm still stuck here. You know, yeah. Nelson, Islanders fight cancer. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, we can bold... make the playoffs. I think but... we. I think we could do it. We, like I said last week, last week, um, we had a point nine percent chance of making the playoffs, and we had to win twelve out of thirteen games. We lost one game this week, so that means now we just have to win nine out of nine games, and then we're there in. There we go. There we go. And it's like all playoff teams. Um, well, I, first of all, I just want to say, very bold of you to be anti-cancer. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. a that's a strong. You know, there's a lot of people that are pro, and you just it's a very important stance to take. <laughs> and, and we on Belmont Bunch, we take these stances seriously. But anyway, um, so. Um, I forgot what the question was. I think you just <laughs> introed me. How are you? And there wasn't a question. Yeah, I know. I said, how are you? I Obviously, I'm not well. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Moving on. Roll the intro. We'll talk about the three games that we've had since last week. Carol at Carolina at St. Louis. Home against Pittsburgh. Um, interesting. I think travel played a role in this. I. Uh, they get the win in Carolina and coming off the Dallas game, which I think pretty much shattered the the, the slim hopes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still nice to see them show up uh, against the playoff team on the road, a good playoff team, and beat them and do it in pretty excruciating fashion for Carolina, which is great because we never beat Carolina anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, it, it was an interesting game. Uh, there were chances, to, a lot of chances, despite it being a two-one game, and uh, two goals in the last minute. Kyle Palmieri, yes. kind of just putting the team on his back for the game winner. Ugh. I mean, that was um, like I think what Kyle Palmieri did for the game winner was what I assume Matt Barzell wants to do for every game. Mm. You know, like he wants to like put the game, put the team on his back. He works, tries to do it, doesn't work out. Yeah. Well, Palmieri has a little bit more uh, body mass, I think, and was able to hold off the uh, defender on him and just throw it into the net. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fun game. Uh, always good to beat a playoff team. And I think down the stretch, uh, like I said, I'm not actually that worried about costing draft position because, you know, the difference from one pick to another is not gigantic. And it's just a, I, I, I just want to see them with this core. There's a lot of guys that have gotten hot down the stretch, and we'll talk about that in the Pittsburgh game. But um, so anyway, uh, they go to St. Louis the next day. It's a difficult um, travel thing. You're playing two playoff teams back to back on the road with a decent bit of travel in between. Um, And look, at at the time I was worried uh, after the Pittsburgh game, the Pittsburgh game showed me they haven't just quit. The St. Louis game made me worried that the rest of the season was going to be an absolute slog to get through because I was like, oh, no, is this the effort we're going to see the rest of the year? But I think it was just a lot of it was travel. And it was probably the first game after they really like during the game, they realized they were done based on uh, the way that like all of a sudden the Capitals are starting to play well. Mm. Um, So Grant Hutton scored his first goal. That's good. Um, I thought the team looked really lazy, flat on their feet. 
I thought Varley was pretty bad. Um, yeah. Like, he had, he had a lot of rebounds. They just coughed out right back out in front of him. Uh, and it didn't help that the Isles were, you know, uh, just not, like like I said, flat on their feet. They weren't jumping on those rebounds to clear them. And so that, that's actually something that kind of stuck around for the Pittsburgh game, mm. that the Islanders not controlling. Um, even when the rebound wasn't a bad rebound, the Islanders were just not good getting the puck out. And um, I don't know, got to be more assertive with that. Um, the Pittsburgh game was well, a lot of fun. Only thing I would add to that is that mm. uh, two Islanders scored in this game. So it was Grant Hutton, his first, and Nick Letty. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's recall a time where I proposed that we trade Nick Letty for Patrick Line. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of the channel's greatest memes. Mm-hmm. Um, if I find than... it, I'll insert it here. Yeah. Nick Letty. Nick Letty, is, uh, he's available from the Islanders if you want him. We just want Line. We only want Line. Okay. Anyway. And if you didn't, you're a hack fraud. <laughs> um, oh, come on. We're both mm. ag frauds. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look more and more like Mike Staclasa every day. Um, I'm anyway, actually so, doing really good. I'm trying to look more and more like Rich Evans. He's my Hollywood super idol. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not Chris Evans, Rich Evans. Did I say Chris Evans? No, 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 no. No, oh. you, you said the right thing. Okay, good, good. It, it just like dinged in my head for some reason. I was like, Chris, Rich. Yeah. I would never look up Those to Chris Evans. Those are both names. I, I would never look up to Chris Evans. Rich Evans. He's, I mean, he's, he's a Hollywood superstar. Well, I look up to, uh, well, first of all, Dick, the birthday boy, of course, but I always look up to, to Chris Evans. Well, no, I should say I look up to him when it's the Scott Pilgrim character. Ah, like, yes. You think you want me to do a grind? There's other, there's girls here. Um, okay. <laughs> what, um, was he, what was he like? X number three in Scott Pilgrim? I think number two. X number two, okay. Yeah. Uh, it might have been number three. I don't remember. I want to say it was two. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the vegan. No, 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 no. But anyway, all right. Enough. Enough. Now of you our, are vegan. Enough of our antics. So yeah. So uh, St. Louis game. I mean, okay. One thing I wanted to add though on the St. Louis game as well before we get to Pittsburgh is like I I don't know what I was expecting, but as soon as they started just you know playing terribly, I was like, okay, yeah, it's the a back to back with travel like there's no day for travel that's like that's you know very unusual in the schedule i mean everything's everybody's schedule is tight at the end of the season because of covid and everything so uh it kind of made sense and that's like the excuse i was giving to them in my head mm-hmm. you know was that they yeah. like you know you, you didn't expect them to win you didn't hope that they would get you didn't hope that they would get blown out but you know anyway how far do you think north carolina to missouri is north carolina i mean i would say Driving? Couple hours? What? Driving like on a bus? No, probably on a plane. I'd probably on a plane. I mean, yeah, like two to three hours, two and a half. Yeah, that sounds you know. about right. Um, yeah, so it's not ideal. Um, but I would have preferred the home at home with Pittsburgh this week to be the back to back because um, it's a little bit closer. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, for eh, sure. Whatever. Um, you know, anyway. we're not even in it, so who cares? <laughs> um, but the Pittsburgh game, really, really exciting game. Uh, the Isles kind of opened it up a little bit offensively, uh, get a shorthanded goal, get a power play goal, get a lot of goals on the rush. Um, Paul Mary, Pajo, Bailey. Bailey had a great game, and I was saying in the video, and I think this will be the gist of what I'm saying here, because I'm, you know there's not too much to talk about other than Elias Roken being amazing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Parise getting a couple goals in there. 
um, is Josh Bailey, you know, could be we could be counting down the games that Josh Bailey is an Islander. And though it's been an up and down journey, I'm still going to be, you know, sad when he goes. I think it's necessary, though. I think it's necessary cap wise in the offseason for them to to make a run at, a, you know, a better, more talented player. Harsh. Uh, but Josh Bailey had a great couple of goals the other day. The first one stepping in front of Jeff Carter and just ripping it. That was awesome. That was cool to see. And, uh, you know, he got kind of got gifted the chance at the second goal. But listen, he wasn't gifted the goal. He still had to make the move. He did it. He little little Franz Nielsen to the backhand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, um, that was a fun win. Uh, you always, you know, Pittsburgh, oh, my lights. Uh, Pittsburgh, very similar to um, the Rangers. It doesn't really matter what yeah. the standings are. You you got to – the fans want you to win that game, mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on. Um, so they do that. Uh, they win a shootout. That's rare. Um, and Elias Sorokin was unbelievable. And I, I really think that Elias Sorokin has convinced me that he's ready. He is the guy. Uh, Varley next year is going to be the 1B. That's That's pretty much been the case this year, but – it makes me a lot more confident from where I was probably even mid season in Elias Sorokin. I think he's really cut down on the soft goals. I really, I, I think that, and he made the shootout look easy against yeah, some really absolutely. talented guys. Absolutely. And so kind of, kind of on top of that, uh, I mean, I thought literally from the beginning, I was like, Elias Sorokin is the goat. He's going to be like, I thought I, th- you know, I, I actually thought he would probably have been the one B or, or the one a earlier. However, mm. You know, Varley was injured in the beginning of the season, you know, so it's like there's, you know, you can't account for that. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, totally confident in him. Mm-hmm. And something you said, two things. Uh, your tune has changed so much on Josh Bailey. So the sentiment is still the same. Like, you know, like he's got to get off the team. Like, yes. you know, we need yeah, have yeah. space to go for somebody big. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I was listening to your recap um you know about the mm. about the pittsburgh game and you're like it's just gonna be so sad when he leaves meanwhile like the day before you were like he's gotta go well it, it's no i mean both of those things are true <laughs> uh because look it, it's it's a necessary move to make if the team wants to get substantially better very quickly because bailey's making look if bailey were making uh parise's money mm-hmm. it would be a completely different situation right um, I would be okay with Josh Bailey's production if he were playing in, in Parise's role for Parise's pay. Mm-hmm. But Josh Bailey's being paid to be a top six winger. He is not that anymore. Um, and he, he had a severe decline this year. Um, he looked afraid to play hockey for like the first half of the year, I feel. And now um, I, I'm, look, I am happy that if he's going out as an Islander, right? If this is it, and in the offseason they have to move him for cap space, which I think they have to, um, I would prefer that he plays well, you know, on his way out so that we can, you know, enjoy, you know, it, it, it's it's always hard to watch a player decline. Uh, and jo- with Josh Bailey, because it's been so up and down. Um, you, know, you know what else has been kind of hard to watch? <laughs> my videos. No, no, no. No, I love watching your videos. Everybody should watch your videos. Um is a, a specific player decline. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's Matt all I'm going to say. Anyway. Matt Barzell, right? No, 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 not at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, Big Z has been yep. has been a little tragic. 
And yeah. actually, uh, not not exactly related, but um, Mar- Martin, I would also throw in there. He's he has not been. Yeah, him, his uh, the best his thing he did the other day was was drive the middle on the Parise goal. Mm-hmm. So he, he took a stupid penalty. He took yeah. a really dumb penalty. And I'm getting really tired of the fourth line right now. Mm-hmm. Look, I, mm-hmm. I've been kind of off them this year. I've been very frustrated um, with the fact that I don't see them as effective. And now, you, like, they've just been on a penalty bender. And it's basically all Sezekis. So I feel like I'm doing a little yeah. bit of group punishment here. But uh, Matt Martin has not been very impressive either. No. Um, they signed him for what is clearly now too many years. Um, it's not, you know... It's funny because Lou's made a bunch of signings that I don't think are good, but aren't like they're not going to kill them financially. But like Martin Clutterbuck and Sezekis, man, I I don't see it anymore. I don't. And I used to love that line. I have a Sezekis jersey. Sezekis has not been good enough this year. Thankfully, in a positive spin recently, Pajot's been doing the things that I wish Sezekis would do. So it's interesting you brought that up because I was going to say the killer peas have been doing amazing. You know, Parise has been picking it up, Palmieri and Peugeot and yeah. Bailey, but whatever. He's not a P, so he doesn't count. It's a silent P. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and so it's, I mean, like, those are the guys that we were all hoping this year would, would at least be consistent. Or, mm-hmm. you know, at least, like, have, like, maybe, even if they were streaky, at least produce, right? And, like, so yeah. they have only really started producing since they've since been pretty much out of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe it was the nerves that were getting to them. Now they feel like they can play without worrying about it. And yeah, yeah so that's been, it's been exciting because it gives you hope for the future, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like too little too late kind of thing. And yeah, it probably and, shows that the decline isn't quite as hard as we thought. Well, so that's what we hope, right? Mm-hmm. And the the one thing that uh, is, one thing I'll give them credit for, at least Parise and Palmieri, uh, is Parise, I guess more so, getting used to the team. You know, like there's a lot of changes that happened this year between mm-hmm. COVID, New Arena, and he's a new team member so it's like yeah. it could just be he's finally found his groove hopefully uh and i would i would put the same thing for palmary but I, when was he traded was he traded at the deadline last year yeah close, okay, to yeah. The, close to the deadline i think so it's like maybe you can make the same excuse there um i don't know but uh but either way like it definitely gives me hope for the future mm-hmm. and they're the people that you keep on calling out in your videos so something's working i'm, I'm doing i'm doing a great job my you're doing the lord's always- work tom well, my brother's always said that I will, you know, talk shit about a player and then they will immediately make me wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, it worked for Pajo. It worked for Paul Mary. Um, I, I think it worked for Bailey. I, I think, I, didn't I recently say? Oh, hey, yeah. And, and, okay. So, okay. We should pick a player. You pick a player. Zidane I, Chara. <laughs> uh, but that, that might be impossible. And also. There are also, limits to your key, powers. I am low-key rooting for him to not score this year because – I want Lou to be all the way humbled by that terrible, <laughs> terrible signing and that off that god awful plan to remember. We've said this a million times. When he was signed, it was like, "Oh, that's cool as a seventh guy." And, right. and Lou, Lou was like, "He's gonna play top four minutes." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. Mm. All right. I'm and just now looking uh, at you know, they suck. So somebody that you could talk a little bit of trash about might be Matt Barzal. You know, he's playing. He has been playing like as good as he normally does. He hasn't been bad though. I would say, I think you used mm-hmm. a word. What word did you use to describe him? Slightly underwhelming. Slightly underwhelming. I would agree with that. I think uh, a part of it, look, he is kind of seen as the face of the team. Mm-hmm. And thus, since the team had an underwhelming season, you know, it's seen that he did. And 
you know, by points. Um, it, he has it's 49. He's second yes. behind Brock Nelson, who has 52. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to watch, um, you know, like Johnny Gaudreau pa- just passed 100 points. Like, mm-hmm. there are players that people want Barzal to to end up, you know, in his career being a comparable to um, who are doing much better. But Johnny Gaudreau has been around. A lot of those guys have a little bit more, a lot, a decent bit more experience than Barzal. And it, it's a different system with Bar, with, uh, with Trotz. And what I'm hoping for is um, that Trotz is willing next year to maybe open it up a little bit more. I think this year, uh, we're seeing right now a few guys that are playing with less pressure because the season's pretty much over um, are playing a little bit looser. And that is, it, it's giving them more offense. I think their offense has been pretty decent for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Barzal last night had a great assist to Parise for that first goal. Um, Parise's gotten it going. Bailey's gotten it going. Palmieri's gotten it going. Um, I think Pellick is, is, I think it's his best offensive season. So three goals, 25 assists. Yeah. A lot of assists. That's a lot. And just, just in general, I think like he looks more co- like better as a puck carrier. So I think you know, it started with us talking, talking about Barzal, but kind of, like I said, it kind of leads to a discussion about the whole team and the system. And I will say if the team plays a little bit less, maybe it, maybe it hurt them that they had such high expectations. You know, they heard that Belmont bunch picked them to win the division. <laughs> And, and all of a sudden, they just fell off. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have gone with my gut, which is that this is a team that... you. Uh, for the record, I think before, your gut was they were in second place in the division. So... Well, I should have <laughs> gone with the, the thing that I remembered a few weeks later, which is the last few years, it's they're not really built to win a division. They're mm-hmm. built to scrap into the playoffs and then be awesome there. Mm-hmm. But they need to be able to scrap into the playoffs... And they need more goals to do yeah. so. Which we have so, talked a lot about, like, if this, if the 2019-2020, or no, yeah, 2019-2020 season wasn't abbreviated, they might not have made it to the playoffs. Yeah. If, you know, same thing with the shortened season, uh, last season, 2020-2021. Yeah, like, and now this season, they're playing a full 82-game season. Mm-hmm. And it shows. For the first time in a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, from Barzal, he could just be a little bit more direct. I think, um there's been you a gotta, few times. You gotta say something meaner, all right? You just gotta just to get going. I just I don't think I'm not if gonna... he scores five goals in a game, we might make it into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It, I think his first year since he was over a point a game, everybody wants to pretend that's gonna be the, the way it is for the rest of his mm. career. But people have to remember that Islander team was awful defensively and amazing offensively. So that team just was I guess that team was catered to get bars all points, but it was not catered to winning games. Yeah, this is like yeah, like the currently the, the way Trotz had has developed it and Lou and stuff is that it's it's catered to win playoff games, you know. And then now they have to cater it a little bit more to winning regular season. Exactly, games. and honestly, that's not such a bad thing because it's like okay, like you could play that style in the playoffs, you know. Like it's not like you mm-hmm. have to necessarily commit. Obviously, it might affect players, you know, like trade deals, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, but in terms and of like style, kind of leading into. We're going to do around the league in a second Mm -hmm. uh, is I think the Islanders have done the hard part of identifying kind of the core guys that they need in in terms of like, that's the guy you need come playoff time. They have a lot of those guys that perform in the playoffs. Um, The Rangers, I think, just recently had a very good trade deadline, despite not having a huge, huge buy because they went out and they got a few heart and soul guys. 
They got Andrew Kopp, um, who's played a little bit with Panarin. Uh, so that's mm. pretty cool for him. Um, and they got um, – why am I blanking? Uh, they already had – oh, in the offseason, they got uh, tougher on the fourth line. And I think that's starting to pay dividends. Guys, we're a Rangers um, podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so the Rangers – I the things that the Rangers had to do at the deadline are things that I think the Islanders already have in-house. Mm. So now it's a matter of doing the dumb, easy, fun thing, which is just throw money at a superstar. <laughs> Isn't it fun? It's like NHL uh, GM mode. Man, that would be so amazing. (sighs) Anyway, around the league? Yes, all right, around the league. I have the standings up on screen. Me as well. Kind of. Hang on a second. Hang on. We're we're adjusting here. Okay. Is that better? No. Hang on. All right, this is fascinating for the audio listeners, I know. Um, So I guess maybe the way we'll do it is I'll say the name um of the team and mm-hmm. then you'll give a brief blurb we'll try and get it done in under four minutes uh yeah yeah we'll do that okay so to start with, with the confidence. we'll start with the eastern we'll do metropolitan then atlantic all right and we'll go to the western central and pacific so we're going east to west um and we're just going down like the point leaders you know got the standings okay so x carolina oh because clinched <laughs> yes um <laughs> The ex-Carolina Hurricanes. More like the ex-Hartford Whalers. Um, Carolina uh, is a team that... Wait, wait sorry. I'm... That was a reference. Wait, 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 wait. The Hartford Whalers? Well, I said the ex-Hartford Whalers because that's where they moved from. Oh, right, right. But, okay. Because I, th- you I know... X as in we've Clint. talked about this. Yes, I know. But you mm-hmm. made the, Har- the Seattle Whalers in Seattle in the expansion franchise mode of NHL 2021. Yeah, I also did the Seattle Cascades with a misspelled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody noticed for the whole season, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, anyway. Yeah. All right, so. So that's an inside reference to, you know, our mm-hmm. our very impressive. Three minutes, 30 seconds. Okay, ex-Carolina. <laughs> so Carolina, um, I don't know. They've had an excellent season. Um, they, it's going to be interesting to see how Freddie holds up in the playoffs. It really might it's probably going to come down to Freddie Anderson, their starting goalie, because um, he has a history of being really good in the regular season with Toronto and Anaheim, and then kind of like falling apart in the playoffs. Mm. So uh, we'll see, you know, if he's out there, if they go to a game seven, that'll be the ultimate test. All right. Um, This kills me to say, Oh, sorry, you're not done. And let's just hope they don't play Boston because that's a team that Freddie as a leaf struggled against. Okay. Uh, All right. This kills me to say X New York Rangers. Uh, So the Rangers, um, and I'm just laughing because he's saying X in front of him just makes me laugh. Um, the Rangers, uh, I, I, you know, what a difference from even just a few weeks ago. I, a few weeks ago, I would have said they're just Igor Shosturkin and a lot of top-end talent. They don't have enough substance. They're not going to make it past the first round. They own the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. And I, as of right now, you know, I'm constantly thinking about my bracket because I'm going to be doing that for a video soon. I got the Rangers winning the first round right now. I think they're proving some of the underlying numbers that they are probably more substance than I thought originally. And their trade deadline um, kind of made them a little bit better defensively. And, you know, their goaltending is already excellent. So, you know, they struggled with the Islanders. That's something to look out for. If they're going to struggle with uh, grinding type teams we in the playoffs, if they're going to struggle with grinding type teams in the playoffs, they might have some trouble. 
That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has not been great recently. Giving up four goals to the Islanders is not impressive. Let's see. Um, they have uh, their last 10 is 3-6-1. and one. That's not great. Yeah. That's really not great struggled. for the third seed. And it, the trajectory is right now that the Caps could pass them. And the Caps really? could play the Rangers. Um, yeah, oh, yeah for, look at the that. Caps They're only three two points games back. In hand. Yeah, and two games in hand. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so very interested to see what happens there. That's a Caps team I left for dead very recently. And now all of a sudden they're playing a lot better. So uh, they've won four in a row. It'll be interesting to see if they end up playing the Rangers. That's a fun rivalry renewed uh, because they've played each other a lot in the playoffs. Mm, absolutely. And the Rangers tend to own them in the playoffs. So maybe there's some anger. And the Capitals haven't won a playoff series since they won the Cup. That's so, so a lot crazy. Of, and there's that's a lot of motivation. Dude, yeah. There's a lot of motivation there. Um, so, yeah, that's it for the Caps. All right. Uh, New York Islanders. Oh, one last thing. The Caps goaltending. I don't think it's good enough to get them past, like, the second round, though, even if they win mm. the first. Um, Islanders. Um, I think we've talked enough about them. We've uh, talked enough. <laughs> I, uh, just in summation. Um, but we can never you know, talk uh, too much <laughs> about them. In summation, they're playing better recently, and uh, they're, they've gotten way better at home. So say mm-hmm. that. Yes, which is which is f- the most fun thing as a fan. So yeah. All right, Columbus. Uh, Columbus is a lot better than a lot of people, including myself, thought they would be, and I think that shows that the infrastructure there is really good. The scouting is really good. That they can figure out uh, a way to to still be competitive this year when a lot of people thought they'd be terrible. And uh, I guess it's just a matter of fixing that very leaky defense now because they've allowed seventy two more goals than the Islanders. 72 more goals really it's a lot goals oh so, yeah oh i was looking at the differential yeah okay yeah. so there's not a good differential we're islanders sitting at zero columbus is at negative 38 yeah. all right uh new jersey uh man they stink next no. philadelphia um I mean, that's jack fine <laughs> jack hughes is great they got to figure out goaltending that's the biggest thing in the offseason they have some young guys that can score uh brat uh sharing govich hughes um, they brought in Dougie Hamilton. It didn't make the defense better. Um, and they, they're they probably going to be uh, letting Subban go. Uh, they're probably going to be bad again next year. They have to figure out goaltending, though. They've had the, the worst goaltending in the league this year. And uh, the, Didn't they have – what happened to – I haven't watched enough of them this year. What happened Blackwood? to their – yeah, Blackwood. He just – he hasn't been good when he's been healthy, and he hasn't been healthy very often. Just like like injuries or yeah, a lot of injuries. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. All right, Philadelphia. Uh, man, <laughs> they've been one of the most disappointing teams in the league. You think the Islanders are disappointing? We're twenty points ahead of Philly. <laughs> um, Philly, uh, again, it's like year after year they leave their goalies out to dry. Um, Carter Hart had so much potential, and I think they're ruining him. Still. And uh, they they're just. They don't score and they give up a lot of goals. There's not a lot of good to talk about with them. They and they re-signed Rasmus Ristolainen, who's not very good, to five years, five million. Ugh. What? I don't That's like insane. anything going on in Philly, which means they'll probably make the playoffs next year. <laughs> All right, ex Florida. Uh, Florida. God, I hate to say this. I know we have some Florida fans as fans of our podcast, but I'm really worried about their goaltending. Uh, in the playoffs, you can't survive with even average goaltending. You're going to run into a hot goalie. And uh, I worry. They are so good at home. They they have probably the most talented offense in the league. 
But I, that that's has that has to be the top record at home. Thirty one and six yes, at home it has to be. That's insane. Um, but Holy I am I, I am worried about the goaltending. The defense. If Ekblad gets back and he's healthy, that'll help. I am very worried about the goaltending. Okay, uh, ex Toronto. Uh, Toronto, God, they cannot waste this Austin Matthews season. He's been <laughs> unbelievable. He's turned into. He wants revenge, you know, dude. After I I thought Canadians. Igor I thought Igor was going to be my MVP, but I think it is Austin Matthews now who's gunning for a sixty goal season, and um, they have to do it this year. They have to. They I mean the goaltending again. It's another team in the East. The goaltending. I don't know if they have the goaltending. They have the offense, bro. Their it's defense like the exact, has names. It's like the exact opposite of the New York Islanders. You yeah, know? it's like we are wasting the best goaltending right now. Yeah. You know, and, and, and like, they're wasting. They would be wasting unbelievable offensive scoring prowess. If so that means here. the Islanders come in with a great deal, scoop up John Tavares, bring him back <laughs> to the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so that's that. Toronto, it's another year where it's like, surely we'll win it this year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. All right, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. It, it's funny when a team wins the cup, especially a couple times, you kind of just don't worry about them. And they might even end up as the, they could end up as the second wild card, and I would still consider them cup contenders. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. a they're an, a near perfect roster, with an incredible starting goalie who hasn't been amazing this year, but like could just turn it on come playoff time. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to play them in the first round. Even, like they could end up a wild card. They're probably going to end up, um, not getting home ice from the first round. I don't think it matters. They're yeah. scared. If Toronto plays them, uh, and I th- I think very highly of, of the current Toronto team, I think Tampa beats them. Damn, that's saying a lot. All right, Boston. Uh, Boston's very similar. Almost basically take what I took about the Lightning um, and just take away the star goalie thing because Jeremy Swayman's a good goalie, but I, he's not on Vasilevsky's level yet. And Olmark's been playing better. But um, Boston... Another team I would just not want to play because they have so much playoff experience. They know how to win in the playoffs. And I desperately want to see them play Toronto because, you know, for Toronto, that would be exercising the demons if they win against Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, for Boston, it would be really funny if they beat Toronto again. So there's no <laughs> way to lose that series from an entertainment perspective. All right. Detroit. Uh, Detroit not the last place in the Atlantic they, Division. They were looking like they were heading in the right direction. Uh, I still think generally they are, but their defense is god awful. Yeah, just saw it's negative 71. And their goaltending's goal been terrible. I think I think Grice is just about done. Um, Detroit hasn't done him any favors, so maybe he goes ne- next year to another team as the backup and does all right. But Detroit, awful. Nadelkovic has been way worse than I thought he would be. Um, but they have a ton of young talent, so there's a core there. Now it's a matter of making some, some I guess, acquisitions in the offseason to try to add some veteran influence to the young guys. All right, Buffalo. Buffalo has been really fun recently because they've been playing kind of like 500 hockey or a little bit better, and they beat Toronto the other day. They're, I think they're getting there. I really like Alex Tuck. I kind of hope he's their next captain. Um, and Tage Thompson has over 30 goals as a guy that we took Kiefer Bellows over him. That's not going too well for us right now. Um, Buffalo, for the first time in a while, I think is starting to go. 
I think something's coming together here a little bit. We're still a ways off, but something's starting to come together. Got to get a goalie, though. Yes. All right. Ottawa. Um, Ottawa has been incredibly disappointing. I didn't expect them to make the playoffs, but their GM came into this year saying, oh, it's time to stop losing. It's time to win games. That hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably means he's going to get fired at some point because it's, it's a bold enough thing to go out in public and say, hey, we're going to be better this year and then not do that. Um, but it's very worrying to see some of the prospects kind of stalling out. Ooh, yeah. Like Brandstrom. All right, Montreal. Um, I had picked a team coming off of a Stanley Cup appearance. A lot of people, I can't take a lot of credit, a lot of people have them missing the playoffs this year, and uh, they've done more than that. But ever since they switched coaches, they have been better. Um, they've been missing their veteran leaders in Shea Weber and Carey Price. But Cole Caulfield is getting there. And, um, you know, at, at least there's that. It, when you're a terrible team at this point in the year, you just hope the young guys start to develop and Cole Caulfield's starting to do that. All right, Western. Let's pick up the pace a little bit. Sure. A little bit. I'm a pace guy, you know. I can't keep my eye on the clock. All right, uh, yeah. ex-Colorado. Uh, Colorado has to win the cup this year. They're an incredible team. If they don't even get to the conference finals this year, that's an incredible disappointment. Also, they're 28, four and three at home. Uh, 28, four and three. Oh, wow. Okay. So almost as good as the Florida Panthers, which Mm -hmm. those two teams, Colorado and Florida, you're consistently high on Mm -hmm. and they consistently disappoint you in the playoffs. Well, Florida high on in the regular season, concerned about in the playoffs, Colorado, um concerned about the playoffs but i expect them to win a series if they don't win a mm. single series that's a huge disappointment yeah honestly right. they should be in the conference finals minnesota minnesota uh interesting to get flurry i like that move um i very much expect them to play a really competitive first round series probably against st louis and um there's not much more to say other than they they're kind of death by a million paper cuts they have a lot of underrated players, including Jared Spurgeon, uh, Joel, uh, Joel Erickson Eck, and uh, I hope that they go on a dark horse run. I think it's possible. St. Louis. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if the goaltending holds up. It has in the regular season. Uh, Ville Husso is a guy who has kind of come out of nowhere after being a highly touted prospect and finally done what people hoped he would. And um, they do have Bennington there but Bennington's Mr. Poopy Pants because he's always in a bad mood and swings his stick at people and so I don't like the vibes and thus I'm rooting against them even though I I like a few of their players including Jordan Kyra okay Nashville um Nashville feels like a team that if they win a series they'll be extremely happy Mm. they're in a good I they're way better than I playoffs last year I think they did right like they were that I think they squeezed in because we were so, looking, um, I remember talking to you about possible trade, possible people to trade, and they were ended up making a run, or they were trying to. I don't know if they did. Yeah. So they're in another spot like that where they're not good enough to really even threaten to win a cup, mm-hmm. but they're they weren't bad enough to sell at the deadline. It's a really, it's a tough spot to be in. Uh, I will say though, they might have more upside than St. Louis because UC Soros is unbelievable. Mm, all right. All right, Dallas. Um, Dallas is a team that I don't think I would want to play in the playoffs, even though I would 
Like they'll probably be the underdog against most teams, but they will not make it easy. We saw it a few weeks ago against the Islanders. I was just they made that, yeah. the Islanders look horrible. I mean, the Islanders weren't great this year, but they really, really made the Islanders anemic. I mean, they killed the Islanders like four game winning streak, which was like our only hope at like the yeah. possibility of catching up to the Capitals. So yeah, so Dallas, they're they're pretty. I like they're they're pretty well rounded. Yeah. All right, Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg very disappointing. Um, in the offseason, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do on defense because it seems like every year uh, Connor Hellebuck gets left out to dry. Chicago. Um, fold as an organization. <laughs> um, but on top of that, um, I don't know. Freaking. I, I honestly, no beat on them whatsoever. They're just this team that exists and sucks with a bunch of, you know, uh, guys that are still good but are out of their like absolute prime. Mm. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they trade um, Kane in the off season to the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. All right. Arizona, Arizona. They're or uh, they're, they're horrible. They can't score and they give up a lot of goals. They took Andrew Ladd off our backs. Uh, and for that, I am eternally grateful. Arizona. We hope you win the cup. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, could you imagine if the team that we traded Andrew Ladd to Went on this historic playoff run. Uh, I mean, not this seppuku. season, but what? I'd commit seppuku. Mm, mm, yes, <laughs> the, that's uh... my go-to. That's my go-to. All right, uh, Pacific last division. We got starting with Calgary. Oh God, I'm so happy that they're finally living up to their potential. That was another. Th- that team was the third team that I should have mentioned that you're always high on. At least I the last couple that, years. Well, this was the year I gave up on them, and guess what? <laughs> they're in the playoffs. So. Um, <laughs> You know you what know, it is, Tom? You're just one step ahead. You know what I mean? I, like, well, you're one step, like, everybody else's opinion average out over a certain amount of years. You're just, like, one year shorter in terms of what yeah. you average. I try because I know that I tend to be, I give up on a team the year that it's the year. Mm-hmm. So, I, hey, I did it again on Calgary. Um, so, you're welcome, Calgary fans. And right. also, I think they're going to go to the Cup. Really? Yes. What makes you, like, what's your confidence there? I love their goaltending. Mm-hmm. I love their offense. I love their defense. I think they're an extremely well-rounded team with I love them. really with, I love all the players on the team. <laughs> they they score a lot and they defend pretty well and their goaltending's really good. It's a really good combination. All right. Edmonton. Um I don't think they're going anywhere in the playoffs, <laughs> but 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 you can never doubt Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. Um they might the first round series is going to be interesting, even though it's probably the least interesting series in the playoffs currently, because there's just no history. Well, I mean, like, unless you go back to like Gretzky, it's like, Oh, it's the team that Gretzky played on both of them. I guess very tenuous connection. Yeah. Um, that I'm just going to move on to the Kings. Okay. Um, it's funny. I feel like no one cares about them and yet they're pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I am, I really want to see them at least win a series. Uh, just because I want to see, I like to see teams that get like no press do things. And I earn, wonder why. Earn eyes, yeah. Because uh, the Islanders have been everybody's favorite team forever. Yeah. Uh, shall we do Vegas? Yes, Las Vegas. Um, wow, so disappointing. I picked them to win the division. They are 14 points out of that, and they are not currently in the playoffs. Very disappointing. <laughs> a lot of injuries. There is an excuse. A lot of injuries. But they also played the cap game. They tried to do 
what the Tampa Bay Lightning did. They did not do it as they did not finesse it. They were left having to put a very, very, very good player on LTIR for a, a long time, and it might have cost them their season. And hmm. all I can say is they he kind of earned it. Hey, it's Vegas. He gambled. He lost. <laughs> and, uh, okay, cool. That was, you know, that was clever. And just for that, we're going to move on to Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver is the Thatcher Demko show, and I hope they figure out defense at some point. And I still like some of their guys up top. Trade Brock Besser to the Islanders. Uh, who? Brock Besser. Oh, okay. He, he looks like um, Prince Charming from Shrek 2. Mm. Is that why you want him on the Islanders? No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> um, what have you done with John Gibson? Um, a lot of young talent. They're missing all the substance to make them good, which is like, you know, um, I guess... They need to be a little bit more physical, and they traded Nick Delorier, who's that guy for them. And I don't know if I like that, even though they got a third round back for a guy that's kind of a clutterbuck-like. Um, they got to get tougher in the offseason. They got to add a little bit more skill. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, San Jose. Um, they have a lot of bloated contracts, and I saw the captain, Logan Couture, yelling at one of their highest-paid players in Eric Carlson the other day. That is not good, but yeah. I do like that they got Capo Kakinen. It's a fun name to say, and he played really well the other night against the Preds. I think he's a good goalie. I think it's a nice pickup, um, but they're still they're in limbo because they have they are paying a lot of guys a lot of money who are in their 30s. They're kind of the Islanders, but in a worse situation. Um, okay, and finally, the, our, our everybody's favorite team that you had picked, I think, to win the division or get to second make place. the playoffs and come in second place. Yeah, Seattle Kraken. The biggest thing I'm I that made this prediction so bad is I for so the roster was all right. They missed out on a couple of picks that they should have made, like Tarasenko. They took Vince Dunn instead. That was a huge mistake. Tarasenko, I will give them this. In the offseason, I was worried about Tarasenko's shoulder. They they must have been as well. But you know what? If I could get Tarasenko for free for two years at $7.5 million, I would do it. Uh, I'm going to do a video at some point on who I would have taken for the Kraken, and I'm going to try not to be a, a captain hindsight. I'm going to try to be in the moment with that, like from when their picks were made. But they made some misses. Their goaltending turned into one of the worst in league in, in, in the league this year, the second worst goaltending in the league. And... Um, they traded their first captain in his first season. That's not great. Yeah. It's not a good omen. Um, they acquired 10 draft picks at the deadline, though. So they're doing the thing that they probably should have done in the first offseason a year late. So they kind of sacrificed year one, and they probably should find a new coach <laughs> and better goaltending trainers. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. This, yes. th that went a little bit past four minutes, but hey, you know. What was it 40? Uh, yes. It was actually 400. I told um, you it's very difficult to, to go through each team. Once you, no, I know, I know. That's why, um, maybe we'll make you do it in 60 seconds in the future. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I just went through 32 teams. I feel like I did all right. No, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm always impressed by the fact that you actually know, like, most, like, you know, maybe not most of the players, but, uh, pretty much a lot of the players on each team. And you're actually a lot of NHL GM modes. You get familiar. Mm. Yes. I'm I'm familiar with how familiar you are 
with yeah. that game <laughs> based on how yeah. much you talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all Makes right. it easier that NHL 22's gameplay sucks because now it just do the GM mode. There you go. All right. Um, I think that's it. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about NHL GM mode, leave them in the comments below. Um, and Tom will answer all your questions and then tell you how to min-max GM mode and do amazing. All right. Um, I think that's it. Right? Yes. Anything else, Tom? Any final thoughts? Any closing thoughts, Tom? Uh, um, oh, the Bruins and Penguins are allegedly going to play in next year's Winter Classic. Yes. And I would At respectfully... Yeah, I would respectfully like to inform the NHL that no one fucking cares uh, <laughs> because it's the same teams they choose for everyone. In fact, I think at, at the end of the first period, they're going to bring on the Blackhawks to play too. And it's just going to be the three teams that always play in these fucking games. Sorry, I wanted to go off at the end and I feel like that'll wake some people up. All right, fair enough. Um, our, yeah, okay. Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening. You know, Let us know what you think. Uh, and uh, bye.